Hola, and welcome to Word to Your Mama Relatives. Relatives is a podcast within a podcast. Relatives explores the true story of how a first-generation Mexican girl, that's me, Ritz P, and a black girl, that's Naisha, meet in South Bay San Diego and become relatives. We discuss black and brown unity, hip-hop, overcoming trauma, crazy movie-type moments, navigating this life, and so much more. Black and brown nudity por vida. Relatives episodes come out once a month. This is episode 127, Relatives 25. If you're listening to this when it drops on April 24th, then um, yeah, I'm going to be testing uh, to try to get a negative COVID test. That is correct. COVID finally got me. Had a good run, had a good run uh, over three and a half years, and uh, it finally got me after my NYC trip that I'll be talking about and the next relatives for May. Uh, amazing trip. Uh, the gist is that uh, I spoke, did a 10-minute talk. We had an event, and uh, I was on the Times Square, which was crazy. A lot of tears during the tweet. 28th anniversary of my mom's passing. It was a lot. It was a lot going on. But anyways, uh, so yeah, I came back and I've been isolated all week. But here is a relative that we recorded a couple of weeks before my trip even. Um, in this episode, we talk about uh, Nye's return from a cruise, how the Jalof Wars continue, misheard lyrics, swap meets, flea markets, and more. I talk about, um, we talk about uh, the Sadie's Hawkins, and we had another name, and I couldn't remember it. It's called Girls League. We talked about it before in a previous episode. So, yeah, man, let's get into it. Hope you guys are all uh, safe and healthy out there. What up, Brelly? What's up? What's up? <sighs> Fresh off of vacation. <laughs> That's what's up. You, you're on a cruise? It seems to be like... You know, we have monthly, we have the nerd out and monthly we have relatives and she just got back from her first ever cruise. It was a country music cruise. And now you came back from a cruise. Country music cruise. I don't know if I can handle that. I could barely handle this. (laughs) How many days was that? Four, but it was just, I've been on cruises before. Uh And, you know, I don't want to name any cruise lines, but I ain't going on this one again. You should name the cruise lines. <laughs> Carnival. <laughs> They're ghetto. Oh. They are so and I mean, but it ghetto. For, right. It was for a good a good reason. My friends member 50th. So a lot of people in our group, about 58 in our oh, group. Shit. So it was a lot of people we met for dinner every night, which was really nice. But you know, I've been on Carnival maybe five times. That's probably like my fifth or sixth time. Doesn't get any better. <laughs> And I've no been mas. on other ones, and they're nice. But one that's really looking, like, promising, MSC. Y'all better check them out. The prices What's are MS- good. It's a new, line, a new line. Oh, really? Yes. So I think that's going to be my next move as a, far as a cruise is concerned. But other oh, than God. that, with the Bahamas, you know, for me, that's up the street. And um, <laughs> Must be nice. <laughs> it's up the street, you know, just jump on a boat and go. But literally, it's probably, like, you can take from Fort Lauderdale, you can take a ferry. I think it's about an hour and a half, two hours. And then you're at this island. That's oh. how close it is. Yeah. So the cruise ship spent a whole day at sea and, you know, wasted our time and did all that. But 
it was not the food uh, like mm, no it wasn't horrible but like i said i've been on some other cruises where they treat you like you know top tier yeah this one it's like people were just at work and they didn't care oh yeah yeah a lot mm. of people from indonesia which you know i get you know from other countries that work there so yeah <sighs> nah, I'm, I'm not with it whatever but i'm back bimini island was nice like it was beautiful but very small, you know, they definitely need the money, the tourism. Mm. But there's nothing to do on this island. There's a Hilton there. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. But um I just stayed a day off the off the boat. The water beautiful. All the water actually looked like my hair. If y'all can see this. <laughs> when I show you these pictures, water was like my hair, hands down. It was wow. so beautiful. But yeah, it was no. but it was nice. I really need I need like a real vacation now. Yeah. That wasn't it. Yeah. That doesn't sound like it was it. Yeah. Ugh. Other than that, you know, just working, living this life, not doing much of anything. Living this life. So, life. last episode. No, I don't know. I don't, I don't think it was the last episode, but a previous episode. Um, So, for this, for Word to Your Mama, two episodes ago, uh, I had the amazing Krista Bell. Um, in Siabwadi, my Ghanaian, Ghanaian friend. Is that how you say it? Ghanaian? From Ghana? Ghanaian. Ghanaian. Ghanaian? From Ghana. She's from Ghana. She's, she's the, you know, her people are from Ghana. She's born in the UK, uh, Scotland or whatever. And um, so I had her on and one of the questions and comments from the audience, the second one, the last one was from us because I was telling her, who she thought was the second best when it came to Jollof. So I was telling her the whole thing, right? I was like, you know, Naisha. And I had her her um, Senegalese peeps. So I'll have a link to that so you guys can listen to that episode. But for you, Nai, I wanted to tell her that she was like, oh, so she was like, oh, we're going to start Jollof Wars. Hilarious. <laughs> and she was saying that she looked up during the podcast, she looked up who invented and it was a Senegalese. And she said, she's like, she goes, let me be nice. Cause my, my, my parents raised me. Right. She goes, you know, she was like, she was, I guess, uh, you know, Nigeria for a second, but she's like, okay. She's like, thank you. Uh, Senegal for inventing it. But you know, we just perfected it. Right. right. But my friend, she's from Gam- Gambia. Gambia. Uh-huh. Gambia. Stay forgetting. But- Gambia. Oh no, they get mad when you say it like that. Gambia. I think that's a, I think that's how you said it on no. the episode. Gambia, Gambia, I gotta get it together. But remember I told you about Benachine, 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 Benachine. Mm-mm-mm. I think I sent you something about that too. And it's because they put their that people say theirs is the best because they do a fish and they stuff it and they put all these other seasonings. Jollof. They said that that one's the best, hands down. Even got other it. Africans. Oh, got it, got I feel it. Like got Nigerians it. are cocky and they just think all oh, they stuff is good but you know hey teach his own <laughs> yeah so i thought that was uh you know i thought that was interesting and uh i, I told her i was like i'm gonna do clips of what you said so we could continue the jollof wars um and then <clears throat> and then this naisha let me let me say this because i don't know if you responded and i don't know if we talked about this what's the next line here comes a hot stepper word them up <laughs> I know it's not word of up. I know it's not word of up though, but that's what we said forever. 
You thought too. We thought it, right? So, yeah. so this is a long standing thing. I didn't know. I told you, right? Didn't I tell you that it was wrong? Because, because Rocka told me it was wrong. It was like back in the day. Or, yeah. It was like early 2000s. You're like, the, the song came on. He's like, what are you saying? And I was like, <laughs> word him up. I was like, word him up. And, right. <laughs> and he was like, he was like disgusted. He was like, no. He's like, it's a, he's saying murderer. I was like, what? I was like, shit. I go, you're lying. <laughs> and then I looked it up and then I listened. I was like, oh shit. So then I remember, I think I called you, maybe called Aaron. You told me. You told me. And, I, and I was like, what? And you guys were like, nah. So, <laughs> so okay. So it's this whole thing. So then it comes up all the time now that with a supernatural bear, right? And he, they make fun of me all the time. So I was like, Listen, I go, I know that I'm not the only one. And then I was like, I go, Aaron's grown. Naisha's grown. They, right. you know, he's like, no, I think you influence them. I go, I didn't influence for shit. I was like, they make their own decisions. I go, we weren't even, maybe even around each other times. during that time. Times. And then I was like, he's like, no, he's like, he's like, I think they, they knew what it was. And then maybe you, and then, and then, and then the supernatural bear and, and Raka yesterday were like, no, I think, you know what we think happened? We think that you sing too loud, that you were singing the incorrect <laughs> lyrics. <laughs> you see, well, we do talk loud, but I don't know. He said you sing too loud. He said, we could see, he's like, I could see you saying the lyrics incorrectly too loud that they couldn't even hear what the real lyrics were. <laughs> <laughs> Molded. <laughs> and I was like, no. So anyways, on you. Oh my goodness. So I did it. So then I posted, there was a, 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 a tip top of this, of this, um, older black man on, um, on a motorized wheelchair scrolling, you know, rolling down the street, you know, rocking that song. So then I posted and I was like, who else thought it said word them up? Right. right? A lot of people, cause I ask people to, to this day, cause it comes on them at work a lot. And I'll see like a, a younger kid, they don't know shit. But then I'll see like somebody my age and they'll be like, they'll be singing it. And I'm like, what does it say at this part? They say other stuff. I don't know. But they sure don't say murder. murderer. Right? So then so then I posted it and then some people were like, murderer? And I was like, oh no, that's right. I go, that's correct. But then someone was like, word them up, right? <laughs> and I was like, no. I was like, no. And then Christabel, right? The, you know, my home girl from the, her people are from Ghana. She was in the UK that she was in the UK when that song, she thought it said she was freaked out. Cause she didn't know it said murder. She thought it said burn them up. <laughs> oh, burn them up. Burn them up. Burn them up. <laughs> <laughs> but why would we be burning them up? No, but then, but then when I was telling Raka and the Supernatural, they're at least what she got wrong makes sense. Cause it's the hot stepper and burn them up. And I was like, but word them up. <laughs> word them up because word, word up them, magazine. Like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Or like word them up. Like here comes word the hot stepper. Yeah, that's right. They're coming. Word them up. Word <laughs> up. <laughs> oh man. We, I think we dropped the ball on that one. But hell, that was a time where, you know, we didn't have lyrics and we didn't have know. internet to, to search it. So anyways, I, so then I told him, I was like, look it. Like, these are the receipts. I, I'm not influencing these people. These are grown-ass people, you know, saying that they thought it said this. That they didn't, they're like, it doesn't even make sense. Murderer doesn't even make sense. So then I tweeted it today, and I said, Gen Xers, finish this lyric. Here comes the hot stepper. 
And a couple of people were like, murderer? And I was like, yeah, that's correct. Keep it moving. And then, <laughs> you know, get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> and then my homegirl, well, she was like, word them up. And she was laughing. I was like, but are you saying that because you know that I say that? She goes, no, no. She goes, I thought I was the only one until you said it. <laughs> then I, oh, this year? She thought that all the way till this year? This year or recently, when because I, I think I mentioned it before too. I posted, I think I posted it last year or something. But she thought the same thing. She thought she was the only one that thought it said word them up until I, and I was like, see, receipts, receipts. And even though I know what it says, I still say word them up. When the song yeah, comes proudly, on. proudly. Word them up. My, my one friend, Mylene, she, when she was like, it doesn't say that? She's like, oh my gosh. She goes, now I'm questioning what else I was singing wrong right. my entire life. Right. A lot of songs out here. Like nowadays when I hear songs, I'm like, whoa, that's what they were saying? Sexual uh, stuff? Yeah. Th- there's a, um, the re- and the reason why it's, uh, it came up again is because, dude, I was singing this song like, like I've always for 30, 40 years I've been singing this song. Um, Terrence Trent Darby. Oh goodness. I remember him. You know, you know that one song? It goes, um uh, it goes I'm not gonna be able to sing. It. I know what you're talking about. But not that one. It's another oh. one. It's called let me let me look it up. Let me look it up because I was in tears <laughs> because you he's like wrong. He's like, that's not. <laughs> You're getting called out, boy. But but I was like, what? What do you mean? And I was and I looked up the lyrics and I was like, dude, I've been singing out loud. <laughs> Sign your name. Remember that song? Sign your name. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta hear it. I gotta hear it. <laughs> Let me see. I can't play it because it's go go listen. Go look it up and listen. Wishing on a wedding. Yeah, not that one. It goes, that's his song for sure. But this one, it goes, the the chorus goes, um, sign your name across my heart. Right? I want you to be my baby. Exactly. I didn't know it said that. I thought it said something like, suddenly. I knew what it said, and you didn't know. Dude, until like three weeks ago, and then when he says, sign your name, sign your... I've been going, suddenly. <laughs> Get in together. And he sings slow where you can understand it. <laughs> what? That's why this whole thing is coming up again. He was disgusted again. He goes, he goes what what like, what? And I, was oh, like, man. Oh. and I was like, what? Are you kidding me? And then I looked up the lyrics. So, oh, yeah, man. There's a lot of, there's probably even more songs. These songs, right. But shit, these days, it don't matter because these songs, you can't even understand what the hell they're saying anyway. <laughs> oh, man. So, yeah. All right. Um, okay. So, what? Where, where are we at on the high school stories? Where do we leave off? Man, we got so many high school stories. Let me think. I feel like we didn't. You came in 11th grade, right? And mm. like we weren't fighters in high school. You know what I'm saying? We didn't fight. Well, I didn't fight. I don't know what you were doing. I didn't fight. Things did happen, but we weren't those like, you know, you had kids knowingly like they fought 
all the time. We were not them. But there were people that we didn't like for many reasons. But I don't even think a lot of people. Just, you know, people who were culture vultures. And, yeah. you know, that still stands to this day. <laughs> so that doesn't matter. But um, do you remember the the Sadie Hawkins? It's like Sadie Hawkins dance. I don't know if they still call it that. When you ask the guy to go to a dance. <clears throat> Yeah, but we called it something else. It wasn't a Sadie Hawkins dance. We That's called something else. Sadie Hawkins. But yeah, so I feel like we were going to talk about that and how. Did you have a date? I had a date. And you had a date. Yeah. You remember one? Yeah. So. Yeah, we talked I- about it already. We talked about, I got the freezy curls. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Okay. I, I went to the black. Talk- yeah, we talked about it. I went to the black hair stylist. I wanted to get diamonds and pearls updo, and they gave me freezy curls. And we have a picture. It's embarrassing. Did you find it? Because, picture? yeah, I, I posted, posted it too. Posted. Because I look like a culture vulture. Like, I would never get a black hairstyle. But it didn't look like a black hairstyle. I don't think it did. Like, it, when you look at the picture now, do you feel like it looked like that? <laughs> <laughs> I. I then did not feel that. Maybe I need to see it to this day, but it it it, it, it still sta- it, it it still stands. Like I look at it, I'm like, oh, people see that, I'll be like, oh, we know what kind of girl she was, and I wasn't that type of girl. Like, totally wasn't that type Maybe of girl. You just look like a girl from um, what's that show? Ain't living color. Like for <laughs> the dance girls, they had a little. They were hip. <laughs> I don't think culture vulture. You know, so. I don't know, man. When I see those pictures, it's pretty bad for me. Like I get so embarrassed because, and then I was thinking we should have, but I think if we would have tried to unfreezy curl them, it would have given that white stuff. It would have got that the flakies. It yeah. would have had the flakies, definitely, and it wouldn't look good. So yeah, um, so eleventh grade that that stands out for me a lot. For some reason, I guess it was a big, you know, like I said, I didn't fight. So it was a big thing when all that little controversy drama was happening with my date (laughs) and the other people. So that stands out big. Yeah, we talked about her already, too. What what grade or age did we start going to Tijuana? 15. Like 15, right? We were 15. I always tell people I was like 15. I've been drinking tequila since I was 15. Yeah, we were 15. So we were 15 already going there. Um, and then we talked about already, but that's this is the time, like when I think when I was at Chula with you, or right before, that's when we got our jobs at the zoo. No, no, no. I don't think so for me after, because remember, it was more, I think, 12th grade. Because oh twelfth grade twelfth grade I think twelfth because I remember I was pregnant with Mariano and I worked at the zoo it was the it was the beginning though so I think it was the summer did you work there two years or one year I think I worked there two years because it for it was seasonal for us and I remember I was just barely the age it was my first job and then after that was the mall so I, w- I still was in high school. You worked at the mall? Yeah, I worked at, remember, we talked about it. I worked at um, DJ's selling cross colors <laughs> to the Swabbies. I barely remember that. 
Oh my goodness. Funny, the other day, Amaya, my daughter, she says, Mom, what'd you guys call those sailors again? So she thought we made that name up. I'm like, no, that Swabies is the name. So no, we didn't make that up. But we didn't make that up. Do you want to support original content that supports diverse voices? Why not support Word to Your Mama? You're listening to it right now. Become a patron. Head over to patreon.com slash WTYM. There are four patron levels to choose from, including Good Looking Out, I'm Down, Hell Yeah, and Please Believe It. Benefits include patron shoutouts, exclusive patron-only content, and so much more. Head on over to patreon.com slash WTYM to take your support to the next level. Gracias. Many of us have heard of the devastating passing of Hurricane Fiona through Puerto Rico, but not many of us know of ways, or better yet, trustworthy ways to help and contribute to those in need. Fiona a Través de los Ojos de los Niños is an NFT project featuring art made by children of the nonprofit school Flor de Loto in Ponce, Puerto Rico. Through their drawings, they've expressed their feelings and fears, which they went through the hurricane. You can help these children, their school, families, and communities by minting one of their NFTs at helppr.xyz. You can also help by sending crypto directly to their wallet listed on the website or do a donation through PayPal. The links can be found in the description. And to learn more about this initiative and how you can help, please visit helppr.xyz or via Twitter at helpprflm. I just didn't remember that you ever worked at another store. In my brain, you only worked at the airport and the zoo. I don't even remember DJs. Yeah, no, that that was my second job because, and I think it was during high school, right after high school, and then it was the, and then it was the airport. So yeah, because I remember, I remember we were young when we started working. So maybe um, it was a two-year thing the second year because you worked there for a long time i maybe just worked there a year maybe because i remember it was seasonal and then and then um you were oh there you're back i think i think but you froze okay so okay i did work there two years now because i remember i worked in a food stand one year then the next year i worked in a gift shop yeah and that yeah and i had i think i had boned out maybe um gift shop time because you yeah went to school. Yes, because I went to yeah, and then so and then I think maybe because it was seasonally seasonal, then that's why I went to work at Plaza Bonita at DJs. Because we were working, we were in high school, and then we mentioned it before where we were with Swabies, and the Swabies were like, I was like, oh, I'm gonna tell him my real age that I'm only 15. He was like, that's cool. Mm-mm. so Horrible. we were young like we were young Horrible. we were super Horrible. young yeah doing too much doing too much yeah so yeah i don't know i just don't i have a i didn't work a lot that was the only job i had as a teenager so you know the zoo the zoo is it and now you wouldn't even recognize the zoo it's insane totally yeah, i haven't been since i worked there probably yeah it's crazy it's like 60 bucks a person it's like real insane, but it's really nice. Still top notch zoos ever, forever, like hands down. 
best in the world. Best in the world. Um, best in the world. But going back to like, you know, dating swabbies and dating older guys, um, I just finished part one of Ice T on Quest Love Supreme. So that's Quest Love's podcast. And it's him and other people. <clears throat> and they interview people from, uh, you know, the music world. And they go deep, deep dive and da, da, da. But they were talking about their high school times. Hmm. And and they're asking like Ice T, like, oh, you weren't with the, you know, he was like, yeah, I didn't have sex till like later because I was talking to the girls, but the girls didn't want to talk to me. They were with older dudes. Like, that's just our gener. I don't know. If, I hope that doesn't happen now because we're older. And but for our generation, that was like the norm. It was like no big deal for like 15, 16 year olds to date 20, to 20 30, four, you know what I mean? Like, so that like the generation before us and then our generation, that was like norms. Like it was Why? like normal. Why? That's weird. Why? And then if that was normal, but then we have a problem with it now, like our same age, you know what I mean? If that was normal, I don't feel like that was normal. I don't know why it was normal. It what? was, I know it was just normal because they were talking about, it, I was like shaking my head, like totally. They're, and then they were like, really? Is that really? And then Questlove, yep. He's like all the fly girls date, didn't date any of the, the, the kids in school because cool. they were dating people in college or out of no college. Boys. Dope boys. Exactly. So so I was like, oh, yeah, that makes sense. And I was like, I wonder if that happens now as much. You know what I, I mean? Don't think as much because. Hopefully not. Yeah, because there's such a stigma on, you know, the age. And yeah. even if, like, it's funny you just said that. I was reading this morning um, and listening to Marcus Houston talk about him and his wife. He met her. He was 30 something, met her at 17. Yeah, yeah no. Blah, 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 look. you guys. Look it up. You know what I'm saying? But I was just like, yeah, that's a little different. You know what I'm saying? Mm. No, that's not right. It's not right. It wasn't right for us. And it, it's especially not right now. So that's why I was wondering if it still happens. It shouldn't be happening, but. <sighs> yeah, they. I feel like, well, we know it's happening. The, um, what's his, what's his name? The, the old man who got stung by, for doing that. Harvey, whatever, Ooh. you know, oh man, I cannot think of his name right now. Um, like they're like saying Trump was with this guy, um, Weinstein, Epstein, Epstein. <laughs> <laughs> you see how much I, I don't care, but yeah, his ass. So, it goes oh yeah, 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 oh, yeah, yeah. But that's like sneaky links, right? That's like you pay for it and it's on the DL oh, and talking up front, like, oh, this is my no, man. Like, Oh, gotta go. And then the dude just comes to pick you up from high school in the nice ass car. Like, I wonder if like that shit still happens. I just, if it happens, it's like on the, on the DL. And... Yeah, it's taboo if it's happening because yeah. the girls are probably gonna be like, oh, they, or, you know, people, the girls are flaunted these days, you know, being sugar babies and stuff like that. So yeah. Yeah. I think it's like 50 50, depending on how you look at it. So yeah, it's horrible, but. Y'all young girls, be aware and be careful. That's the main thing. Yeah, because like there's a lot of dudes that don't care. They don't see anything wrong because they just see like a young, good looking, they think young woman. But dude, she's only 15, 16, 17. Even 18. Even I don't 18. Care. Like for real. Even 21. Like this person knows nothing that you yeah. know. Exactly. So, you know, those times. So hopefully the times will get better 
and young women will be more aware and you know care yeah and i understand certain circumstances you do fall in love with certain people but how did you even get that far exactly so yeah so anyways like that dude i like the, the swabbies and stuff at that time we we weren't even doing anything we would like see him at the mall meet him at the mall like it was pretty innocent but still it was like ew no i don't don't right. call me again <laughs> right block and most of them and we talked about this before too but most of them were east coast they're all from new york that's insane or or down south or down south or down south down south but the fly ones (laughs) new york new york for sure (laughs) right yeah and it's so crazy these days because now i see like living in in san diego on you know west coast I didn't understand why all of the military guys just like loved fan art and loved, uh, 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 uh. you know, certain things that they did like. Tell people what those that don't know what fan art is so they can, they if they, <laughs> there's something similar in their neighborhood that they grew up so with, they understand. Fan art is, so like if you're from part of LA, like Slauson Swap Meat. It's a swap Same. meat. But here they call them flea markets. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. They look like they got fleas too. (laughs) (laughs) Hence the name. So, but the flea markets here, yeah, they are the same. They have some indoor ones and they have outdoor ones like swap meat. But they're huge here. It's a big deal. And I can just imagine how they were back back in the the day. day. Because it was a place where you have your flea markets, swap meats in the, the urban areas. And here they don't have good transportation. So that's where you would go probably to, Mm. you know, connect, link up, whatever. So I so get it now. When I moved here, I was like, that's why they congregated at FanMart. Because that's what they knew. And it was was FanMart. And then we we called it FanBam. And so yesterday we were driving and the Supernatural Bear was asking about drive-ins. And we're like, oh, you know, a lot of them went out of business because people weren't using them anymore. But then during the pandemic, the ones that were still around uh, were doing pretty good because you could go see movies or whatever. And I was like, and also I go, there's still, I go, a lot of them were converted into because on the weekends they'd have swap meets. And he's like, what's a swap meet? So that's funny you're bringing it up because I was like, oh, yeah, swap meet is this. And we're telling him. I go, yeah, we used to go all the time. I go, that's, I go, I go, we didn't have streaming radio. I go, so to know what was happening in music that wasn't being played, I go, I'd have to go to the swap. I went to swap meet every weekend. And that's where I'd I'd see if I had any money because I didn't have really have an allowance. Like, you know, uh, mis abuelitos, they would give me domingo, but it was like maybe a couple of dollars. Mm-hmm. I'd have enough for pins. You know, we had the picture pins. I still have them, like Michael Jackson and all that oh, stuff. Yes. And and Boy George and shit like that. But we'd go and get the local DJs had mixtapes. And that's yeah. what you knew what was like the latest songs coming out. Like we couldn't just go on our phone or computer and be like, oh, that's the latest. We had to go to swap meets. They were affordable. You And he, we, he was like, what kind of things do they sell? We're like, J- from junk to new to shit. clothes that's where i got my my uh china flats my <laughs> oh, yeah. my mary jane you know, my mary, mary jane's my yeah. my ninja shoes that yeah. you know um and my bogart socks, pants the socks with the balls on the on the back all day all yes, day yes you know but the best thing for me about swap meat the food 
The food, hands down, the food. You can't beat it. Like they had like these, cause swap meet the one I went to, cause you know you had the one kind of like in the Caucasian neighborhood. Then you have yeah. the Mexican. I like the Mexican ones because <laughs> you get the the chimichangas, <laughs> the chimichanga burritos, and then just the burritos, the everything, all the food, the fruit bowl, yeah, everything. We ain't going to Colby, baby. We going over here to Spring Valley. Sure. Yeah, yeah, Spring Valley, and then uh, the one that we always went to was National City. National City. National City. That's where I got all my clothes, all my pins, my buttons, and I was like, I don't know how much they were. They're probably like to us a lot. Maybe they were like a dollar, two dollars for like a button. Maybe and I was like, dollar. and I was like, I still have them. But yeah, that was the place that, especially for Black and Brown folks or any you know like ethnic folks first yeah. generation you you know you can it's like a world market kind of man so is so is and you you just met all kind of people seeing all kind of people you know how to navigate you know how to move and groove through the crowds like yeah that prepared it. that prepared us too like that's another thing that prepared us too because you were a kid from when we were kids to teens don't get lost <laughs> You or you better be stand right here. I learned how to stand still real quick. Stand still and just yell or wait. <laughs> Ain't no calling your mama on the phone, baby. Mm-mm. No, there was nothing. Still. You're asked out. And you know what always reminds me of the National City Swami is that one dude that had the umbrella hat. <laughs> Do you remember him? No. I always at the, Oh, we went every weekend. At the at the National City Swap Meet, if you guys know, you guys are laughing right now because you know exactly what I'm talking about. That white dude, and he had a little hat, but the hat was an umbrella. Like band and the umbrella came yeah. out, <laughs> yeah. and that thing was like red and white striped or red and blue, you know, striped. Or rainbows. One of them, hilarious. But he was always there greeting you, and I was like, that. That's how you knew you were you were there because you know. And then and then, do you, mm. is this at every? This is like, I think, especially in San Diego, I don't know how it was in other areas, but you have your swap meet, right? You go in and you have, like, I don't know, because you have to pay, I don't know if you pay premium for that stall. It's outdoors. It's outdoor. This is outdoor. So, so you go in and you see the stuff and it's nice stuff, but the further you go to the back. The junkier it gets. (laughs) The junkier it gets. There's no more tables. There's like maybe a blanket with some trinkets and things. Yes. Well, I can attest to that because... As an adult, I sold at the swap meet. Ah, yes. So you buy your you buy a a lot. Ah, it's a square, you know. So they mm, have it mm. taped off and numbered. So you have to get there like at four in the morning because swap meet opens at seven. So you have to get there at four in the morning. They ask you what you're selling, and then that's why they put the stuff. They put it like that. Like they kind of organize it. They try to group it together. Like new stuff here, this stuff there, junk stuff in the back. <laughs> But everyone goes to the junk store. But I made nine hundred dollars when I went. Oh, nice! So yeah. just reselling your stuff was it was a pretty good d- condition. Oh, you know me, yeah, good stuff. And people <laughs> you know love, me, yeah. you know how I do. But um, clothes, you know, they love clothes and want to swindle you for clothes. Like I would have to put because people would steal your stuff. So I would try to sell like kids' shoes or whatever. But I just put one. Yeah, yeah. Like you ain't gonna get both of these. Just one. so when we at post college. Post college, I was already working because I was already working for um, doing street team. It was after doing street team for Nate Dog, so we had all these extra Nate Dog shirts and stuff like that. So I don't, I don't, I gotta ask the G's, but 
But I remember we went hella early. I don't know if it was here or in San Diego. You we went to the swap meet. I'm in San Diego. I remember you guys were saying you're going to sail at swap meet. And so we went hella early. And when we were setting up, our peoples came and ganked us. Just started grabbing shit. <laughs> yeah, they go crazy. She just, they just were like, what is this? And we're like, hey, hey, hey. They're just grabbing shit and taking off. Gotta be ready. Gotta be ready. So yeah. I don't, I got to ask them for some deets because I don't remember how much, if we ended up having anything else left over to sell. Yeah, I made so much, man. I made such good money. I was like so shocked. And I was like, should we do it again? But it's just so time consuming. It's a lot. It's a lot. Like we were done. We made the money by like 11 o'clock and was So done. you got there at four? Got there at four to stand in line and get your ticket, all your stuff they give you, your lot. It's a headache. So four. Five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. So that's seven hours. Yeah. I'm all trying to b- figure out the numbers. Seven so hours. Really, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. So really four hours. Because it's not open till seven. No, but the time you had to go. Yeah, four for sure. So since four, so that's five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Seven hours. Yes. Okay. So 900 divided by seven. Oh, that's pretty good. You still made a uh, hundred and about hundred and one twenty eight an hour. Hundred and twenty eight an hour. That's pretty good if you got the stuff. Yeah. yeah. And then I was noticing people. Oh, they would they would not buy it and wait to the end. But we weren't going to wait to the end because it was going to be twelve o'clock. We were going to be out. Yeah. So they want you to throw your shit in the trash so they can. Go ah, that's smart. But I was peeping them. I was watching everything. And then I think we made a lot too because. Baby daddy, he knows Spanish, so... Oh, see, see, see. And I was like, you didn't start speaking Spanish. What's going... Like, I was getting all crazy because I couldn't communicate, but I want to make deals. But when he started speaking Spanish, blew up. Yeah. Blew up. And how much did you remember how much the stall was? Because you have to deduct that. I want to say maybe $50 or $25. Oh, that's not bad. It was cheap. It was cheap. Then that, yeah, you made out. You made out. That was a good call. Yeah. Got rid of a whole bunch of stuff. Took a little bit back, doing the dumpster at my complex. Done. So it was good times. That was a good experience. Cause nice. oh, and I started going because my sister and brother in law started going. They were going first. And you know, oh. he always has a lot of junk. Oh yeah. So I'm like, okay. Hu- they've always it. been hustling, huh? always selling, always oh, figuring out D. the stuff. That's D for you, man. That's D. Hands down. <laughs> <laughs> um, down. All right. So anything else before we wrap this? episode you know my kids they had birthdays and that's it like that's what we were celebrating birthdays kids getting older we need to talk about if anybody got any info on how to get their kids out the nest let <laughs> <laughs> help me push a bird out the nest <laughs> one lonely bird maybe she probably got one wing but she gonna fly baby <laughs> She could walk. <laughs> <laughs> walk it out. She gonna do something, baby. But uh, kids growing up, man. Man, we need to talk about Joe, baby. He's so smart. He's just uh, what a genius that kid is. Love little it. Little man. Little, little man. man. Yeah. Um, all right then. So the next episode, which will be uh this one's April, mid-April will come out. We'll have to record the next one. If you have any questions, let us know. Yeah. We're still working on this trip. We'll see. Yeah, we'll we'll keep posted. We have some time. All right then, Rally. And now introducing the supernatural bear corner. Supernatural, supernatural bear. bear.
be do do shoo be do yeah well there you have it folks episode 127 relatives 25 and what you just listened to what you just witnessed with your ear holes is a supernatural bear original that is correct that is called rise Two. so for the supernatural bear corner we played one of his latest originals he's been really deep in production mode kids where um you know he'll be like oh i'm you know working on this with my friends and i'm i'm producing the music and doing the soundtrack and this is what i come up with i was like we're like by yourself you just he's like yeah i play the piano part and i got some drum loops and da 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 producer on her hands kids producer on her hands how dramatic and cinematic was that i mean i might be a little biased because he's my little man's but he's 10 he's 10 these kids these kids i tell you so yeah anyways that is the latest relatives um i believe we have another episode a great one coming up next week and then i believe Depending on how this meeting goes, I think we're going to take a break, but I'll be reposting older episodes as we take a couple of weeks to try to transfer more information to come. But yes, thank you so much for the support. You know all the ways you can support that are free. You can also support, as you heard from the promo, Patreon, buy us a whiskey via buy us a coffee. Um, you know, free is to leave a review and also free is tell your folks, tell your peeps and tell your friends. And as always, we reap. Word to Your Mama is owned and produced by Ritzy P. Intro Beat, produced by Nico Beats. If you want to know more, I want to email us. You want to get the media kit, go head over to wordtoyourmama.com. Word to Your Mama is now part of the Latina Podcasters Network. And as always, Word to Your Mama is brought to you by RitzyBarrowWinkle.com.